Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Canelo Alvarez silences critics this weekend as he defeated a faded Triple G with a unanimous decision in the third fight of their trilogy. The undisputed world super middleweight champion put on a clinic against the 40-year-old he did look tired, beating him on all judges' scorecards and bouncing back from a, t- a tough loss against Bivol. The card was streamed live on Dazzin, and we're very lucky to be joined live by Stephen Molhausen, a writer from Dazon Boxing. Morning, Stephen. Well, good afternoon here, and a good morning to you, Chen. How's everything going, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good, very good. good, mate. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Look, he did seem a little bit tired, Triple G, um, and he wasn't really able to impose anything on Canelo in them first seven rounds. Do you, do you feel it was like that, and was it too hard for him to come back after those first seven rounds? Oh, yeah, that was, you know, that was, I thought it was pretty much a clinic. First seven, eight rounds, it was it was all Canelo Alvarez, and you could see you could see the age difference. I don't even want to say it's mm. age. I think that has something, a very little bit to do with it, but it's also the fact that Canelo, after being in the ring together for 24 rounds, you pretty much know, you pretty much know each other, even if it's four years since they last fought, you know, they're older, maybe a little bit wiser, but at their core, they're still the same fighter, and all Canelo Alvarez really did was do what he did in that second fight and brought it here. He, that was the best game plan for him. Gennady Golovkin had to go back to the game plan that won him, without a doubt, the first fight, and Gennady Golovkin didn't do that. Canelo Alvarez imposed his will, showed Gennady Golovkin he didn't belong in the ring with him. Mm. The speed, the power, he was too quick. Golovkin looked old in spots. But then you can look at the last four rounds and be like, where was that Gennady Golovkin in the first eight rounds of the fight? I felt it was a little bit, Canelo took a little bit off the gas, as you could see in a lot of spots he took the foot off the gas pedal. I hit Canelo Alvarez winning the final round. I hit it 
I know some people have had it six four, seven five. Anywhere from I think eight four, nine three. You can even make a case for ten two. But I think anywhere really in between there, I think the scores are just about right. Mike Ganetti, you talked on about just in forty years of age. The legend, he's done so much. Only two losses over 40 fights. Where does he go now? Where, is there anything left for Gennady to prove? To me, there's not. I think to a lot of people, there's not. Look at what he's done. Two-time, three-belt, middleweight champion. 20 consecutive knockouts. The best middleweight in our era, I think, in the last 15 years. How I know we all define eras differently, but if you look at the last... 15 years, it's Gennady Golovkin. If you want to say 20, it's him and Bernard Hopkins. You can make a case for either or as the greatest middleweight of all time. I He, he said in his post-fight interview that he wants to continue. I don't see the need. He's got enough money. I'm very intrigued on what Gennady Golovkin does next because he's got nothing to prove. Except if he wants just to, unless he wants to become undisputed champion. That's about the only thing I can see that he wants to check left on his box. Should he do it? That's really, that's really up to him. I would say don't do it. He's got nothing to prove. The paydays are going to be less. Why do that when you're not going to be getting the same money he's been getting for the last couple of years fighting on the zone and also taking those first two fights with Canelo Alvarez. I just don't see the benefit here for Gennady Golovkin. If he wants to do it, cool. But if if it's the Gennady Golovkin that showed up for the first eight rounds, he's going to get he's going to get annihilated by whoever faces him next at one sixty. Yeah. If he fights like he did in the last four to five rounds, that Gennady Golovkin beats every middleweight in the world in my opinion. So it's just mm. it just depends on him how he takes each fight, and who these opponents are. Because it's either going to be, oh, God, Janabek. I forget his last name, but I, I, everyone just calls him Janabek. He fights for top rank, and then, then you got Jamel Charlo. So it's – I like to see if he's going to stay around. Nothing wrong with the Charlo fight. I think that makes a ton of money. It's a pay-per-view fight. It's one that is sellable to the fans. So there's stuff left for Gennady Golovkin, but he really doesn't need to fight any longer. Yeah. Talk to us about Alvarez and um, Bivol fight, the Bivol fight. Was Canelo just too small for this? Being, being about 15 feet from them blasting each other for 12 rounds, I think it was just bad preparation by Canelo Alvarez. I think he, a lot of, this, I, I compare weeks. I look at this fight week compared to that week with Bivol. I thought he was too lackadaisical. He had in his mind, I'm just going to run through this guy. I heard the camp wasn't really the greatest. You know, he was taking Bivol very lightly. He was doing a lot of things that were uncharacteristic of him leading into that fight. Going into this fight, he had everything pretty much dialed in from talking to people at the zone, talking to people around his team. He had really everything tightened up heading into Saturday in. I think that's the best Canelo Alvarez. Keep it dialed in, put 110%. Because if you look at when he fought Sergey Kovalev, to where he fought people, you could see 
the body transformation is different. So if he goes back to the way he fought Sergey Kovalev, and he weighs in, I don't even think he has to come in at 175. I think if he just comes in at 170, 171, don't bulk yourself up. Come in at your natural weight. No reason to get that big. There's just I've never seen the need of why fighters don't do that. Do what Roy Jones did. What Roy Jones did was the right thing, and Roy Jones became the WA champion of the world. So if Canelo Alvarez does that, I think he beats Dimitri Bivol. If he goes back to that same game plan he tried in May with Bivol, if Bivol beats Zerto Ramirez, that's a one heck of a fight and a very tough fight for Dimitri Bivol. But if Bivol gets past that, that will be the fight made Cinco de Mayo weekend in 2023. Oh, so you see him go and have another crack at light heavyweight division soon. He, did he break his hand? Did he break his hand on that fight over the weekend? He so that's going to be a... He's got a, he's got a hand injury. Didn't want to cut you off, guys. Just to make clear, he does have a uh, he does have a hand injury that he did suffer in camp. He wanted to gut it through. He didn't want this fight to get postponed because it's a fight every the world has been waiting for. Everything looking at this fight is trending very very well. So I, there there was reasons he wanted to stay on. That's part of it, and the fact that he wanted the fans to finally get this fight, and he can get him and Gennady can get closure of their own on this. So he's going to be out a while. He's going to have surgery. I'm told within the next month. So yeah. then he heals up and he's going to be back good to go coming up some coming up that first weekend in May. Oh, beautiful. The boxing world is flying at the moment. So many good fights happening. You've got obviously Wilder Ruiz being announced. AJ Fury uh, potentially taking place in December. But our very own Joseph Parker taking on Joe Joyce this Sunday. Kevin Ioli, come on, and he declared, Joe Joyce, what are you going to do, Stephen? <laughs> yeah, I remember when me and you, when we last talked, and I told you guys, yeah. we, you guys promised me we would talk before Joe Joyce and Joseph Parker, and you guys are <laughs> more than, you guys are men of your word, and I appreciate that. I'm going with Joseph Parker. I've seen nothing. Yes. And this isn't a disrespect, and I'm not saying it's because we're, we're, we're on it or nothing like that. I just haven't seen nothing from Joe Joyce that really gets me gets me really jumping, gets me really excited. I know what I'm getting from Joseph Parker. Joseph Parker's been in the biggest fights. You talked about Andy Ruiz. He beat Andy Ruiz. He's faced Andy. He was very competitive, I thought, against Anthony Joshua. He lost, but he was still highly competitive in that fight. He's faced high-caliber opposition. This is a whole new territory for Joe Joyce. He's no offense to Daniel yeah. Dubois, and I'm not even really sold on Daniel Dubois. I think he's nothing more than a than a power puncher. But Joseph Parker checks every box to where Joe Joyce, I still don't know enough to where I can, you could feel confident in saying Joe Joyce is going to win this fight. I think Parker's the favorite. He should be the favorite. I think this is an easier fight for Joseph Parker than people realize. He's got... He's got. He's better technically. He's going to push Joe Joyce until his later rounds. And I think that's something people aren't talking about either. Joe Joyce hasn't gone the distance. It's either, it's either finish or finish. There's no in-between yet with Joe Joyce. We don't know how good his stamina really, really is. So it's going to be a great fight on Saturday. You guys are in for a treat. I think it's, I'm, I'm live-blogging it for the zone. That's how, I don't work during the day on Saturdays. 
But I am very excited <laughs> about this fight, and I'm going to be live blogging it for the zone. So it's going to be a fun fight, but I'm going to go with Joseph Parker by decision. Steven, Steven, Steven. You're a favorite down here now, my friend. Thank you so much for sharing that little insight. Look, just quickly hey, no, before we let like you go. You guys. <laughs> What's just that? quickly before I like people in the quickly. UK, too. We're based, we're based in the UK, <laughs> but, you know, I you got to call a spade a spade, and I don't, I'm not a big fan of playing favorites, and you just look yeah. at the two, just more experience, more championship experience. I just think that's going to be too much for Joe Joyce, and I think so, I think Joseph Parker's going to get it done. The question: Why is everyone trying to avoid Joe Joyce? Why have they trying to be in, uh, try avoid him? Obviously, they some of them fear his power. Obviously, he's, he hasn't got the quickest hands as Joseph Parker, but his power behind that punch would is devastating. So, yeah, I just can't understand like how how people are trying to avoid him. But you're saying that uh, he's 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 not that good as people think. I just don't – I haven't seen enough. You know, he started boxing late. He started late in the game. He, you know, you just look at his starting point. You know, and he's not your traditional starting boxing when he's young and going up through the amateurs. And he didn't realize he wanted to do boxing until he was in his 20s. Testament to him, what medaled in the Olympics. You can't – I can, you can never take that away from anybody, the fact that you were able to medal in the Olympics. That is one heck of an accomplishment. But you just look at, he's really been fed, and then kudos to Frank Warren, his promoter. Frank Warren's fed him pretty well. But boxing politics has also played a key part in Joe, Joe Joyce not really being tested. So the fact that they were able to make this fight is a testament to Joe Joyce and a testament to Joseph Parker because they both wanted to fight, even though Joseph Parker went and signed with Sky Sports and Joe Joyce is with BT Sport, they were still able to, the guys wanted to fight, the fight was able to be made. That you don't, too much in boxing, and you guys know this, the promoters stick mm-hmm. their heads in too much. It's about what yeah. the fighters want at the end of the day. The, the fighters want to fight. No fighter is scared of anybody. I'm believe that it, to my core 100%. But the promoters get involved too much, and that's why we don't get these fights that should have should have been made or have failed to be made at this at this point. So kudos to both guys. It's going to be a great fight. I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully, hopefully your guy gets it done because yes. you, guys, <laughs> you know, you guys got, you guys got Israel Adesanya in the UFC and you can get another, if you can get a heavyweight champion in boxing. Be, get another one. Yes. It'd be a good way to you guys to be in a good spot. Yeah, the fight game down under is flying at the moment. We appreciate you coming on, Stephen Muhlhausen, the zone boxing writer, all things. He's declared Joseph Parker to get the job done on Sunday against Joe Joyce. Appreciate your time, Stephen. Thank you so much. All right, guys, have a good one. We'll talk soon. Yes, legend. Appreciate it. Declaring Joseph Parker. He's dead right, eh? There's some egos when it comes to promoting. And they're at the front and centre. Well, really is. They don't even get anywhere near the ring. And they're in there and they're all bloody... It's an ego off anyway. Uh, great to hear from him. He's uh, declared Joseph Parker, our very own Ken Pete. Oh, I'm going oh, to watch that. It's going to be a hell of a fight. Oh, Have you yeah, seen the good. antics going on on social media? Have you seen what uh, Joseph Parker's latest video? He's done a little trailer. Oh, it's very funny. Just go watch yeah. it.
Hey, mate, I, I think he's got a career in acting um, when he <laughs> finishes up boxing. Like, it's all these little skits that he puts on. They're hilarious, mate. You know, he taking the karate, takes off the karate kid and all sorts of bits and pieces. Um, when was one, the, the, what's that one where the guy goes to, the, they go to Vegas for the wedding? The Hangover? Hangover. <laughs> the hangover. Oh, he's, a, he's a clown, Joe Parker. But yet to, to hear one of the, I guess one of the good pundits declare Joe Parker in a fight up against Joe Joyce. Mm. Man, you get in that heavyweight, you get in the heavyweight, you get in the ring, eh, it's one punch. It's, you know, it ain't Canelo, Triple G dancing around, throwing jabs at each other. You get close enough, they land one punch. Mate, change your life. But you're right, Izzy, big fight's coming up. Dante Wilder, you know, he's throwing his hat back in the ring. Furry, Joshua, what about that? Oh, yeah. Doesn't get any bigger in the fighting game, Kempe. And you know what? Funny you say that. Joseph Parker, I had to check the date. I was like, is it April Fool's yet? Because I've actually seen he's headlining a show, a TV show. He's actually put his hat in the ring to do an <laughs> acting. I don't know what it is, but I watched it and I was like, is this, is this true? Because I can't take him serious. I don't know if it's him doing another little funny skit or he's actually genuinely going and being a part of a show. But I think he's already done that, Kempe. It's going to be interesting to see how this week unfolds and any more daggers thrown from Joseph Parker to Joe Joyce's uh, down his way. Go have a look at his Instagram. You'll see a little clip he's done uh, towards Joe Joyce. It's one of the good ones. But that was Stephen Mulhausen from Zone Boxing talking the fight. Canelo, Triple G, Triple G, 40 years of age. And Adam Fahey is coming. Morena lads, gutted to see what GGG had left. Time for the legend to retire for me. And if anyone knows boxing, it is Adam Fahey. He loves the sport of boxing. That was some chat. Great to have him part of our show. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.